Welcome to the journey. You walk with me, I walk with you. Together we face life. Hand in hand, side by side. With Jesus the mastermind. It takes faith, it takes a step. To finish a thousand miles. But together, we're in this. And this is called the journey. everybody hope all is well welcome back to the journey with your host karen Xiao. it's a new week and we're in a new month everybody welcome to the month of march today is march 3rd and it's the seventh episode of the journey we thank god so much for bringing us thus far i can't believe we're at seven episodes already isn't that amazing I really thank God because he's washed over our souls. We started this year with so many people. We started this year um, with, I think the first person that's coming into mind is Kobe Bryant. Nobody ever thought that, you know, someone like him would lose their lives. But if we're still alive and we're waking up, sleeping, waking up every day, we have to make the day count. We just want to thank God so much for it. On today's show, we're going to finish the session with Lucy and Barbara. On last week's episode, we spoke about purity and celibacy before and during courtship. And I was blessed, and I know that you guys were blessed, because the feedback that we got was superb. I was going to say supendous. I don't think that's a word. (laughs) I was going to say stupendous and superb. So supendous. The feedback that we got was beyond our imagination. And I just want to say thank you to Lucy and Barbara for coming onto the show and sharing their personal stories, giving us advice about how to stay pure and how to stay celibate. So we were supposed to continue the conversation after finishing up the section with Lucy and Barbara. We were supposed to finish the, um, continue the conversation from the male perspective. I had invited Deacon Sam Anderson, his brother, Lord Lord Anderson, and Deacon Reagan Nayim to come talk. We recorded, and it was amazing. However, during post-production, we lost the episode that we recorded. And the thing hurt me like crazy because some of the gems and the wisdom that they spit that day was so amazing. But... Everything happens for a reason. And that's one thing. When I called Deacon Sam, Deacon Ray, and um, De- and Lord to tell them what had happened, they all said the same thing, that everything happens for a reason. And I thank God so much for their lives and thank God for the encouragement that they gave me. And you will hear from them. They will come on the show at a later date, which I will announce, to share their life stories when it comes to purity and celibacy from the male perspective. Stay tuned. If you've been tuning into the show, welcome back. But if you're a first-time listener, let me tell you a little bit about the show. So The Journey is a Christ-based podcast that is going to focus on anything and everything that has to do with our lives in this generation, such as education, relationships, health, career choices, and issues that this generation deals with. But most importantly, how all of these things can be better if and when we have Jesus in the center. New episodes drop weekly on Tuesdays at 3 p.m. You can find the episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. And I keep, 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 keep saying, guys, please subscribe. You're going to help us if 
you subscribe also, it benefits you because you're going to get notifications when new episodes drop. As aforementioned, we will be finishing the conversation with Lucy and Barbara. And afterwards, I have a little PSA. But before we continue the discussion with Lucy and Barbara, this part two of purity and celibacy as a lifestyle during and before courtship, I just want to share a challenge that is going on. Yeah? (laughs) So last week, we realized that a lot of our listeners do not know the Journey's song lyrics. You know what I mean? So we have a theme song, which you hear in the beginning of the shows. Every episode, it plays in the beginning and it plays at the end. And we want to begin, or we have begun, the Journey Song Challenge, where you have to sing the entire theme song from top to bottom, no mistakes, in order to win a cash prize. So to enter the challenge, I guess, send in a video or post a video of you singing the theme song on your story on Instagram or on your page or on your status on WhatsApp, because that's the available platforms that we have right now. Hashtag the journey song challenge and then tag us on Instagram at the journey underscore podcast. The deadline is Saturday, March 7th. So when you're hearing this episode, whatever day you're hearing it in the week, you make sure that you do it before March 7th. And next week's episode, episode eight, the winner is going to be announced on March 10th. That's that's episode eight. And I'm telling you guys, you guys are going to get a cash prize that weekend. So let's do the challenge together. It's going to be hilarious. But we really want to, you know, lighten up, liven up with everything that's going on in the world. We just want to have some fun, you know? So, yeah. So, stay tuned for today's episode, introducing or continuing the conversation with Lucy and Barbara. So, how, um, one more question. For, I know I see that you're wearing um, purity ring. Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you that, you know, what made you make that decision to wear the ring? Because you already made the decision before that you're going to stay faithful for God. So, what caused you to, you know, get the ring? <laughs> so I wanted something. I think I've been wearing the ring for four years now. And I wanted a symbol of the vow that I made. So I remember I when I got the ring, I gave it to my dad and I told him that, you know, I want you to pray over the ring so I can wear it. And that will be a symbol of my promise, the promise and the vow that I made. Mm-hmm. So I... <laughs> He prayed, took he took the ring, he prayed over it, and then he told God that God, your daughter has made this vow. When she wears this ring, every time she sees this ring, let her remember the vow that she made. So it I really thank God for it because there was a situation where I was in a relationship with somebody shortly before I came to New Jersey, and I was very close, like if you guys could see me, like I was like one centimeter close to having sex with this young man. And I can tell you, God saved me from that situation as well. But while we were in the heat of the moment, I remember my hands were up in the air. And at the time, my ring was on my left wow. finger. <laughs> oh my God. Attention. <laughs> So my head, my and actually I remember like me talking about it right now is on my knee, so it's on my eyes, and my ring was on my left finger at the time, 
And I remember my hands were up in the air and I saw the ring. And as soon as I saw the ring, I burst into tears. I was like, get off wow. of me. Get off of me. Get off of me. And thank God he got off of me. Yeah. And it, it's it's really amazing. Like I keep saying, especially Pastor always says that when a guy gets to that level, that level is very hard for him to come back. Come back. Mm-hmm. So for him to do that, I know it was good. And I remember even afterwards, after he got off, I remember I was so traumatized because I was shaking so hard. I was so traumatized. I knew what I was doing was wrong, but I was also in the heat of the moment. Yeah. I wanted it. Like, yeah. my body wanted it. Yeah. But I was hearing voices in my head. One was telling me, and I had also heard or learned at the time that if you're about to, I thought I was going to marry this guy, or he was going to marry me, let me say. And I remember I had heard, Barbara. <laughs> I had heard that if you sleep with the man and that's the man you're gonna marry, it's okay, even if it's before marriage. I had that's, that's what that's I heard. A lie. That's, a, that's lie. a lie, but that's, that's what a lie from the pits of hell. Yeah. yeah. So, but that was the truth. That was my truth at the time. Yeah. So I remember I was one voice in my head. The one was saying that, oh, you know, you're gonna marry him anyway, so you might as well. The other voice was telling me, Karen, what you're doing is extremely wrong. Mm. It was deceiving voices in my mind. <clears throat> So I remember even after he got off, I remember I fell asleep, to be honest. I fell asleep. I woke up and I immediately ran to the bathroom. When I woke up, I realized what had happened. I went to the bathroom and I was holding on to the toilet. I threw up. Oh my God, I threw up all the food I had. I actually had uh, a dinner that day with a friend. I threw up all the shrimp scampi that I ate that day. And I just started crying. I was like, God, forgive me. God, forgive me. I'm so sorry. God, forgive me. I'm so sorry. The young man was there. He was like, you know, are you okay? Are you okay? But I was not okay because I I felt like I had disappointed. Even though I hadn't had sex yet, I had disappointed God. But seeing the ring on my finger reminded me of the vow that I had made. So even after that, it's a purity ring. I felt so impure for so long. I couldn't wear the ring for almost a year. I don't know if... Um, you guys remember, but when I first came, I remember Pastor told me that I was going to be on probation for 90 days before I can start singing in church. And he didn't know what was going on, but I opened up and I told him what happened, which goes back to the point that we made about seeking spiritual guidance, Mm because he led me through restoration. I don't know what God had revealed to him to tell me that you're not going to sing for 90 days when you come here. But when I told him what had happened, he didn't judge me. You know, he told me that he was glad that I told him, but he showed he he kind of pointed out the physical and spiritual implications to me if I had done mm-hmm. that. But I can say that, like I keep saying, the ring was my symbol, right. and it still is my symbol. That tells, I, you every day. that tells me every day that this is the vow that, that you've made, yeah. and it's not it's not my strength. Right. It definitely is not my strength. It's only by the grace and mercies of God yeah. that I I will I have kept myself and I will keep myself until God glorifies himself. So even last year on my, my um, 21st birthday, my dad got me a new ring. He changed it. And we had like a whole ceremony, like on my birthday, like 8 a.m. We sat in the living room in Ghana. And then, you know, we, we prayed and he said, God, you've kept her for the past nine years since she made the vow. Mm-hmm. Keep her for the next few years until you glorify her Amen. and give her her husband. Yeah. And I know that. I won't say I know that. With by the grace of God, I I pray that I'm gonna be able to fulfill that vow, not just to glorify God, but to also honor my father. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can someone make a decision to say they're not gonna have sex? And if they're not wearing the ring, would it be a problem? Or you have to wear a ring for the decision mm-hmm. to be established. No, I don't think you have to wear a ring. Mm-hmm. I just chose, I think I'm a visual person. Mm-hmm. And especially in reminder. that situation, it's a reminder for me. So especially with I'm the type of person that I have to put notes up in my room to remind me to do something, mm-hmm. you know? So like, 
me having the ring, you just if you make that vow or you make your go on that journey, you don't have to. People wear it, mm-hmm. you know, but it's it's your decision. If you right. want to wear it to symbolize your vow, to symbolize your journey, you can. But it's not a necessity that I'm on a purity journey, or a celibacy journey, so I'm gonna wear it. Yeah. I wear it because it's my preference too. Yeah, because I and this I know some girl that wears. She has a ring on. She's not married. Um, she's dating, but she's in a homosexual relationship. Hey. And she has the ring on. I mean, she's saying like she wears it because she doesn't want a lot of guys hitting on her or whatever. So, so see her 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 motive is behind wearing the ring is different. So I think it's 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 all about what your motives mm-hmm. are. People wear it for different reasons. Yeah. So wow. that's why I wear the ring. Because for you, you're really making it fun because there's so many people that they hide. Mm-hmm. They don't want other people to know that they're virgin yeah. because they're scared of like, you know, what, what they're gonna, gonna say, say and stuff about for you. You've changed your ring more than... I've only changed it once, Lucy. <laughs> and the ring that she's wearing right now, she's married. That's, that's three carrots. Then I'm five carrots. Oh, <laughs> so, like, I'm really proud and, like, you know, I'm really inspired, like, by what you're doing right now. Just, you know, being able to have, make fun, like, make it fun. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, some so people serious. make decisions and later they regret it. So, God, yeah. please just give me a husband so I can take this yeah. ring off. But, but you know, too. the funny thing with me, too, is that I remember I was talking to my friend and I told him, I said that sometimes I wish that I did have sex and then just went to ask God for forgiveness. And he was like, are you crazy? Why would you ever say that? He said that, no, don't ever say that because your grace mm-hmm. is different mm-hmm. from so somebody else's, else's grace. Yes. So... Like sometimes I sometimes I wish to be honest I won't lie and this is the journey and it's a journey and I'm right. being real sometimes I wish I wish that that day that me and the guy almost had sex I wish that because yeah. all he had to do was just go mm, and I would have been done for yeah, I right. wish I would have been oh yeah I would have got pregnant that day <laughs> right away yeah sometimes I wish that it happened and you, obviously you're not with the person so that's not hurt he you. broke up with me three days after mm. three days after so then I and I knew I knew God saved me because. If if I had given it up to him, I would have lost my mind. Yes. Yeah, because it wasn't just and you know the family I'm coming it. from. I've saved it for this long. I've saved it for the person it I want to marry. They're not even gonna right. And yeah. then I'm disappointing my father. I'm disappointing yeah. God. Yeah. Like it, it was just. Thank God. Yeah, no, the the sanity part. I definitely agree with it because I remember the second time that I almost fell. Um, I remember prior to that, I had a dream and in the dream I had, um, it was two guys that was trying to rape me in the dream. Mm-hmm. And I remember praying to God and I'm like, God, I've kept myself for you this long. Mm-hmm. I know you're not going to let this happen to mm-hmm. me. And they died in wow. the dream. So when I was literally laying on the bed, making up with the, making out with the guy, like when you go inside his room, he has a picture of Jesus. Like literally looking ah. at you. Oh my oh, god. god! The boldness. Exactly. <laughs> so like, <laughs> oh seriously, best. <laughs> so I remember like when the whole kissing thing was happening, and like I remember it was about to get set up. I was like, no, stop! I can't do it. And mm. that, that dream replayed mm. back, and I knew for a fact if I would have done that, that would yes. I would have lost my mind mm. because I I was just like, yo, not. Not for you, at least. Like I'm not. I, right. I waited this long right. for this moment when it's not glorified, when it's in somebody's. It's gonna be quick. You're rushing. And I remember coming home and I felt so bad. And I remember calling Susie, and of course, being a good friend she was, she was. I'm so disappointed in you. I can't believe that. You know, like so. It was just like, yeah, I would have definitely lost my mm. mind because it's just like you wait. You're waiting this long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make it worth your while. Like, exactly. just wait and let God glorify you. Why mm-hmm. would you even do that? 
So, whew. you know, the funny thing with the dream thing, God knows them that are his. Oh, my God. That's because, him. and he reveals to, to redeem. redeem. Because I remember before that situation happened, my mom had had a dream. I, th- I think she was in, she was traveling a lot. She was going to Boston to be with my sister. She had just had a baby. And my dad was already in Boston. So there were times that I was home alone. Mm-hmm. But at this time I was dating and my family knew, not my family, my mom, my mm-hmm. mom, <laughs> my mom knew that I was dating. I remember she told me that she had had a dream that I was sleeping. Okay. So I was kind of in the limbo between two guys that I really liked. Mm-hmm. She had a dream that I, um, I was sleeping with one of the guys that she knew that I was with. Mm-hmm. And I was like, please, that's not going to happen. Right. But she told me, she was like, Karen, I know you're home alone. Don't bring anybody home. Yeah. So I didn't. So funny enough, when he says, oh, I want to come spend, I want to stay over since you're alone, I'll tell him no. But the other guy who was my friend at the, you know, at that time, even though we, we had feelings for each other, mm-hmm. he was my friend because I was dating the other. Like, I was like, oh, you can come over to sleep over because mm-hmm. I'm thinking he's just my friend. But that person is the one that I almost slept yeah. with. So my mom had, having the dream didn't mean, it wasn't like, Oh, just because she saw that guy in the dream, she saw yes. that there was a possibility of me falling. Yes. And it almost happened. Yeah. So I don't God, oh, God is good. Nah. God is really good. Well, and he Yeah. He's if I if you, if somebody makes a decision to fall, it's not because he didn't warn you. He warns. He definitely he goes warns. ahead. Yes. He definitely so, does. It's he crazy. Does. We just decide to do what we want to yeah. do. Yeah. No, we do. We run back to him. God, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. But he was like, I told you. Like, I told yeah. you not to do it. Yeah, but yeah, a couple of warnings. He has given us the choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mm-hmm. want you doing this, but hey. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's have true. a choice to do what, um, what you want to do. Yep. So um, I just wanted to, because... You know, I'm so happy that I'm able to sit down with you to have, you know, um, this kind of conversation. Mm-hmm. So, because I know that now, you know, the society is just this. I just, everything's changing, you know. The so, world is progressing right, and not for the better. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So now, like, I'm thinking that what advice, you know, would you give little divine Mia, you know, that as they're approaching those age, like, you know, mm. that age where they can make those decisions and getting peer pressure from friends, school, high school, there's so many things goes on. Like, mm-hmm. what advice will you give them from you to them, you know, being able to, you know, sustain yourself to now? I think the bottom line to it all is having a relationship with God mm-hmm. and having the word of God being instilled in you. And I know that's one thing. I remember I was talking to my mom and I told her that, Ma, you know, I thank God for who I am today. And I know I'm the result of your prayers, but I want to know, like, what did you do, mm-hmm. you know, to cause, cause us all to be the way that we are? Mm-hmm. And and I told her that, mommy, I'm so scared because I know one day I'm going to have kids. Right. And this world that we're living in, like, what, how can, I, I'm responsible, I'm going to account for the children's lives. Right. How mm-hmm. am I going to be able to show them the right thing? And it's funny, um, in a conversation with Barbara one time, she was saying that, um, she was talking, you were talking to Deacon Sam. I think you said you were talking yeah. to Deacon Sam and you were telling him something that you don't want Mia to <laughs> stray. And he said that just teach her the foundation yeah. and what better foundation than the word oh, of God. God absolutely. So what I would say to my kids, to divine, to Mia, to all the young women listening out there is that find God, find yourself in him because you are priceless in his eyes. Nobody can put, put a, a price, price on you. you. No. Nobody can put a price on you. So if if you know your worth right. in God, yes. no man can 
put your put a price on you because mm-hmm. already you already know who you are. You already have your identity in God. Love yourself and value yourself mm-hmm. and respect yourself. But also like I think that if you love somebody as well, also instill the love of God in them. Because if you love somebody, if I love you, Barbara, I don't want to intentionally hurt you. I would never intentionally hurt you. So instilling the word of God in them or finding yourself in God, finding yourself identity in God. And then also loving God, teaching, teaching them that. Okay. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. So, you know, we're wrapping up. But like, I want to know as moms, both of you are mothers, and I already said my portion, what I would say to my kids or what I would say to your kids, mm-hmm. <laughs> or to a young woman out there, what would you say to your kids? Being that you've you've experienced, I'm just talking from the fact that yeah. if I've been able to do it, you can do it. Yeah. But you know, you that have made the mistake and you've caught yourself and God has restored you, what mm-hmm. would you say to a young woman? I think for me, I have the privilege of having a very open relationship with my daughter. So I think for me, I always, not on thing, I know, I always share my experiences with her. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's the most painful things to share with her because it's like, you don't, I don't want her to look at her mom like, oh, my mom did this. Mm-hmm. I want her to be, in her eyes, I'm a perfect mom, which is not true. Mm-hmm. But I'm willing to share my experience with her. And I always tell her that when someone loves you, they'll be willing to wait for yes, you. That's when true. somebody loves you, they'll be willing to make an honest woman out of you. Mm-hmm. So if he's hiding and he's saying, oh, I don't want to meet your mom or I don't want to meet this person and they want to hide behind closed doors and stuff, that person is not the one for you. Mm-hmm. Don't ever be with someone that's disrespectful. Don't ever be with someone that talks down on you. Don't ever be with someone that doesn't love God or have a relationship with yeah. God. And she's, she'll be 13. I always make sure I drill these things in her head. So I remember we were walking one time and she saw this group of boys sagging their pants. And she was like, yeah, mom, no, right? I was like, of course not. <laughs> yeah, of course yeah. not. Yeah, you know, because I feel true. like having, like be open with your kids. Because mm. as young as you don't think, as young as you think that they are and they're not listening, mm-hmm. they are listening. Yeah. So just be open with them, share your experience with them, and just pray for them mm-hmm. and just like let God lead the way. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, I think honestly, I think Barbara just said it all. So I'll just add like you know, a little bit too because you know at least we know that Mia is older and for me, Divine is like what about to be two. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. obviously, <laughs> two going on twenty. Two going on twenty. I think um personal for me, like what Barbara said, like I can only share my personal experience, mm-hmm, you know, with mm-hmm. them. And I think for me the part that I was stressed on more will be um the part that I was told that I cannot make you happy until the time that I became mm-hmm. born again and the crying period where I wanted to get out because that was like emotional, like you know, I don't even know the other word to use, but I just went through a lot of like emotional stuff because you really wanted to get out, but you can't, can't get out. You keep going back. Mm-hmm. You're attached to the person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're so helpless. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm I not know. Surprised. Like, you're so helpless. I and know. No human being can help you except God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was stressed on that part to let them know that, yes, you can go and do all of this, but you have to know that you're going to be uh, emotionally attached to this person. Yeah. And no, I cannot even get you out. No. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to go crazy. Yeah. Because. Oh. Jeez. I thought at some point that I have to marry this person. Mm. But I even have I even had a dream where this person was um the dad was handing him up to um to somebody else to marry and I was still following him and mm. saying I'm still gonna marry this person in a dream. I remember uh, Pastor was sharing that um when you see 
a father, um, figure. A father figure in the dream, it means it's God. Mm. So God is saying that I'm handing this person over oh, to somebody someone else. I'm telling choice. God yeah. that it's fine. Mm. I'm still going to follow yeah, this yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's something I'm going to stress off, like, you know, very much like, you know, my, my children, because I'm going to let them understand that, listen, you might see the spirit, like, you know, the physical part of it. I'm with somebody else. My friends is telling me this. Let me do that. Let me do that. But at the end of the day, you're going to get to a point in your life where, you want to get out of that wish and you can't can. get out. And you yeah. think that you're going crazy. Mm. Absolutely. I remember I used to cry every day, every night because yeah. I just couldn't get out. Yeah, I definitely, to, make, to, to that point that you made, <sighs> I would just crazy. have to say like I was, last year was when I was able to put down a 10-year relationship, like back and forth for mm. 10 years. So I wow. met this guy when I was 19. Um, It was just last year and I finally had wow. it in my head that it was over. And it was a struggle because you would think that you're done and you're okay until the person comes back. Oh, because Jesus. it's so tied. For me, it was like emotional. Yes. The so tied was so crazy that it was so hard for me. Like, I remember like just breaking down to pastor and telling pastor, like, I don't know what else to do. Yes. Because in my head, I'm okay. When you're not here, I'm okay. But mm-hmm. whenever you reach back out to me, I come running back. And it's like that part of it, you can. But I feel like definitely letting God lead the way. Because God has to be like, enough is enough. Like, you can't keep doing this anymore. And when I was able to tell him that it's God, then it's you, that's when I was able to be okay. Mm-hmm. So just, oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes, because, please. Yeah. Anytime that I remember that, that part, I'm like, God, thank you so much. Yeah. Because he did it. Like, all that I did was just praying. Because I couldn't, there's nothing, I, I couldn't even figure out what to do. You know when, like Pastor always said that when we try you know, our different game is back with you. We say, like, when we try all the different skills, all the different strategies, and we end, yeah. that's when God comes in. Yep. His wisdom starts when our end. Yes. Mm. So it's the same thing. Like, I'm just going to let her know that, like, you know, you can try all these things, but you're definitely going to get to that point yep. where you're going to need God. Yeah. I can mm-hmm. even help you to get out of that emotional mm-hmm. um, you issue. That you can say whatever up. you want to say. It's not God. So work. why would you want to put yourself in that situation yes. where later on, you're gonna feel like you're not even worthy. Mm. You know, whilst you know, even me, person me, like you know, find out that wow, I did all of this and God still received me. Yes. So that means that no guy should be telling me anything because of course not. If, of if, course if, not. if you do something wrong to like a you know, human being, they will say, I'm not talking to you anymore, mm-hmm. I'm reading your number. But God said, It's fine. Mm-hmm. You messed up, come, I'm open, I open yeah. my arms for you to come in. And I think that's what gave me so much confidence that I don't need a man mm. because God can be. And that's mm-hmm. knowing your worth is a big thing because mm-hmm. that's something I really struggled with. And just thinking about it, because even in this world, if a king's you daughter... You because you're already holding on to your values and... No, but still, it's a struggle. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's a struggle. Because even now that I'm talking, I'm thinking about the fact I was having a conversation with my friend and he, he opened my eyes to realize that I'm not over that ex. I thought I was, but I'm not Which over one? the ex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I did that... Oh, no, the one that you almost the one that I almost I'm not over that ex. We know, but it's funny. Can we just put Karen on the spot? Real like, quick? Let's put Karen on this the spot. This is a yeah, podcast where we're taking over for the show. <laughs> yeah. Take I over. remember. Can I wait? Let me let me finish what finish I was gonna it, say. Okay. I was just gonna say that knowing your worth, like it's easy for me to say because I, I'm I feel like I'm in the process now, but uh, even a king's daughter in this world. No regular man goes to marry that king's daughter. Mm-hmm. No regular man says, I'm going to marry the princess of the land. They either marry another prince or someone of their caliber or respect their person in that community. So, like, think about it. We're daughters of the king of all kings. So, you know, so that's just something that kind of brings my mind to, like, I'm not going to put myself 
you know, in a position where any man is going to put his price on me or any man is going to say I'm worth this when I'm no, I'm worth way more. So yeah, now y'all could put me on the spot. Right. So I remember (laughs) definitely having this conversation with um, Karen, Karen, the podcast host here. And I remember telling her like, she's not over this situation. But then she was like, oh yes, I'm over it. And I'm like, Karen, like the way she acts when it has to do with him, I just knew that she wasn't. And, you know, I put my BSW degree to work. My oh my god! And I'm so I'm kind of happy that you're actually admitting to the yeah. fact that you're not over it, and that's okay if you're not over it. But you can't like you hiding it doesn't make it. You know, like that doesn't make the process any easier. Mm-hmm. You have to be real with yourself. That's what. But the, the thing is started. that I never thought I would like you were saying that when it's just you. When I'm here, I'm like oh. Please, but I I'm knew not... it wasn't. P- please, <laughs> it was. I thought it was. P- please, <laughs> no, but the thing is, have you presented the issue to God? Yeah, because you really detach yourself physically from the person. Yes. you're not talking to them. You're not doing all of that. Mm-hmm. And doesn't mean that that emotional connection is still not, not still there. Not there. Mm-hmm. So have you presented? Because that's what I did personally. That I was just like God taking charge. So <clears throat> the funny thing for me was that I thought I did, but. I think there was a portion where I, was, I think I was holding on to a little bit of hope. You know why? Because earlier in Valentine's Day week, I was funny enough, I like I was praying. Remember, I think I was talking to Lucy and I was telling you about in the beginning of the year, the Lord told me that I should just focus on him, right, right. that mm-hmm. nothing else should matter. I should not be distracted by anything or any relationship. So for some reason, I was thinking about, especially when we recorded the show with Deacon Sam and Ash and we're talking about the signs and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember I told every, and I was thinking about, I'm like every guy that like I was with, to be honest, I've only been with three guys. My, my, for real, for real, Mm -hmm. I've been with three guys and the, I'll say the two of them, I had like physical, spiritual signs that they were not the ones for me. So like, it was easy to break up, but this particular ex, there was nothing like I would pray and pray and pray. There was no confirmation and there was no declination. There was no it's not him, and there was no. It's him. So during Valentine's week, I was thinking, I'm like, maybe is it possible that he is the just one I'm supposed? Valentine's yeah, just 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 this past one, and I'm like, like two days ago yeah, Valentine's like Day. Ago. No, like two weeks ago. Today's the twenty fifth. Okay, two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and okay. I was like, so I was thinking about it, like, okay, is it possible that maybe he's the one that God has destined for me, but I rushed it. Or maybe that's what I was thinking. That's what I was saying to myself. But then, you know, during the week we got, you know, I was praying about it. And then also we got the confirmations during Deacon Sam's show um, and then at church and all that stuff. So I was like, you know what? I really don't think I'm over this person because Mm -hmm. even when I see, you know, the person, I don't feel the feelings that I used to feel when I was in love Mm -hmm. with the person. But it was like, I still do love and lust with the person. Mm -hmm. But I still have some kind of. Feelings. feelings for yeah. you know the young man so it's like but yeah. you know for sure that for now you can't be with that person. i can't be with him and, I've, I've and i don't want him. to be with him but it's just like right. it's different i feel like it's different when you know you know the thing is wrong for you but you still want, you it, still want it yeah you know so it's like and i don't know it's funny because sometimes i said i'm like god i'm so sorry that i had to put my own self mm. in this situation mm-hmm. like you know because now I'm going to be having emotional, like, you know, issues where today I'm thinking this, tomorrow I'm thinking that, and who am I hurting? I'm hurting mm, myself. Yourself. You know what I mean? Decides so I can't make decisions because today I'm feeling this way, mm-hmm. I'm not feeling this mm-hmm. way, and it's just crazy. Too much. You know, it's, yeah. it's really too much on us. Yeah. 
Wow, that was the end of purity and celibacy before and during courtship. And I pray that you were blessed the way that I was blessed. As you can tell, I was put on blast and I really thank God so much for having people around me that are like-minded, that think the same way that I do, that want the best for me so that I can become who God has destined me to be. And that's why we're on this journey together so that we are a family and that we can walk with like-minded people so that we can get to the purpose that God has established for us. If there's any feedback that you have, if you want to ask the host a question or the guests a question, DM us at the at the journey underscore podcast or send us an email at tjpodcast2020 at gmail.com so that we can have a conversation. We're going to continue this conversation on Instagram shortly. But before we, we wrap up, I have a small PSA. As we know, there's a global outbreak of a disease called the coronavirus. And last Sunday at church, my pastor said something that, yes, we are children of God and we dwell in the shadow of his wings, but we also have to do our parts in keeping ourselves healthy. The disease has entered the United States, (laughs) unfortunately. (laughs) It's funny because when it happened in China, in my head, I was like, oh, I'm not worried. It's not going to come here. It's all the way in China. But unfortunately, unfortunately, it's in the U.S. And according to CNN, it's hit New York, Rhode Island, and some other areas of the United States. So far, 91 cases have been reported, but two deaths have also been reported. My PSA is, first of all, I want us to pray. Pray for yourself. Pray for your family. Pray for your nation, your community, your neighborhood. Pray for your nation, your country, your continent, and then for the entire world. The Lord opens his eyes and his ears to the prayers of his children. So you can't, we won't say that our prayer is too small. No, the Lord listens to every one of our prayers. So just lift up a prayer each day as you, you know, say your devotional or as you're spending the time with your father, with God, just tell him, you know, to heal our nation, to heal our land and to stop this disease from killing so many people and taking so many lives prematurely. Secondly, what we also can do is to carry hand sanitizer wherever you go. Once you touch a door, once you um, go to the bathroom, whatever you do, use hand sanitizer. Wash your hands frequently. When you get home from anywhere, whether you go to school or work or wherever you go, wash your hands. When you use the bathroom, wash your hands. I know it sounds weird to say, and um, my pastor said it on Sunday. He was like, we're not in kindergarten, but we have to keep saying, wash your hands with soap and warm water, and then use hand sanitizer as often as you can. Also, if you're feeling sick, please go get checked out. The coronavirus starts off like as um, flu-like symptoms, which is rampant in this season. You know, now, like right now, I live in New Jersey. Um, Yesterday's weather, March 2nd, this entire weekend was warm. Next thing you know, it's going to be cold, and that's what get people sick. But the coronavirus starts off with flu-like, cold-like symptoms. So you wouldn't know if you have it, you've contracted it or not. So please and please again, there's nothing wrong with going to the hospital when you're sick. If you feel, even if it's just a flu, it's better for you to go check it out and they tell you that it's the flu. If you're like me, you'd rather stay home and medicate with me. I don't even like taking Alka-Seltzer. I just like chew on some long, hey, that's not the name. <laughs> um, Hrincia in my language is called Hrincia, but in 
English is called grains of salem or Negro peppers. So I usually, I usually just chew on those when I have a cold or if my throat is itchy or if I'm feeling stuffy and I'm usually fine in a few hours. But with this disease going around, we don't know how it's being spread or how it's being carried. I think it's airborne. It's also spread through um, topically. So please and please again, go to the hospital if you feel like you have a fever or if you're sneezing or coughing or if you're just not feeling good in your body. The coronavirus is deadly, very deadly, but usually not to people with a healthy immune system. It usually um, is fatal to those who have underlying chronic diseases and illnesses. So right now, let's try to change our diet, fruits, veggies, anti it has a lot of antioxidants, a lot of um, vitamins and nutri uh, nutrients, minerals. Fruits, veggies, water are the way to go. Let's stay away from fried foods, ex excess sugar, etc. I'm not a dietitian. I am not a pharmacist. Well, I work in a pharmacy, <laughs> but I am not a, a nurse or a doctor. But this is what I've learned this past week. And because we're on this journey together, I have to share. So let's be safe, guys. Let's be safe. When we step out, commit yourselves to God in prayer. When we're going out, just tell God, be the driver of my car. You know, take me where I need to go and bring me home safely if it's your will. Let's always remember to keep ourselves in the will of God. Thank you for listening to The Journey with your host, Karen Sam. If you like our show and want to know more, please check out our Instagram page at the journey underscore podcast and stay tuned for our coming website. Like I said before, last week we are looking for website designers. So if you are one or if you know one, please reach out to us via Instagram or email or DM any of us. We are creative director. Her Instagram handle is at Antonia, A-N-T-H-O. N-I-A-A-A underscore. And then the host, her Instagram handle is at Karen Sion, K-E-R-E-N-S-I-A-W. Send us a DM, send us an email, send us on the Journey Podcast Instagram page. Send us a message if you're willing to be hired for designing our website. Please and please again, leave us a review on iTunes and Google Podcasts. Join us next week when we talk about the waiting journey. We're going to have two shows in one. That's going to be a two-part episode. We're going to continue the series Praying for My Spouse with my one of my favorite, I think I say that about every couple that comes onto the show, my favorite people as well, Laud and Bianca Anderson. They're going to come onto the show to talk about how they waited for each other, how the Lord brought them together, and how they prayed for their spouses. Remember, the fastest runner doesn't always win the race. The strongest warrior doesn't always win the battle. The wise sometimes go hungry, and the skillful are not necessarily wealthy. Those who are educated don't always lead successful lives. It's all decided by God through times and seasons. I love you all so much. God bless you all and have a wonderful week. This is called a journey.